All right, and welcome back to the show. We are doing episode... We never look it up first. Oh, man. It is 27 or 28. This is episode jack-o'-lantern emoji, and we <laughs> are here. We're, we know- ba- we're back to just uh, hieroglyphics. Yeah. yeah, you know what? That's what they do on... That's the big thing on TikTok now. You've done so many parts you can't remember. You just pick a random emoji, and since my <laughs> mind's always on Halloween, that's the emoji that came in my brain. Okay. Uh, we're sticking with it. Um, it is episode 27. 27. Uh, or 32 if you're looking at it on iTunes. If it, yeah. But the title will say 27. Wait, guys, this is a big deal. We're about, like, if, if, if we get through this episode, I probably just jinx it, but if we do, we've made it past the 27 Club, and I'm proud of us. <laughs> I don't know if that counts for podcasts. <laughs> well, seeing as someone's about to turn 27, and we got a couple more months behind us, you know what? Like, it's a big year. Oh, I don't like that at all, either. Yeah, you, You're welcome. After 25, you quit, like... Life doesn't get better with birthdays. You get upgrades like blindness yeah. and back pain. Yeah. Knee it's, problems. Don't get them knees. Yeah. Three-day hangovers. It's uh, the outer world. Oh. You start taking off laws. Do you, remember, <laughs> do you remember the college days where we could just like binge alcohol and wake up the next morning and feel completely fine? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Can't do that much anymore. No, not at all. No, not even a little. Mm-hmm. Um, Gotta have that Pedialyte by the bed. Man, okay. So it's, been, it's only been two weeks since we last recorded. And like a lot of my early, the news items that I throw up at the front feel so ancient already because that's how quick the news cycle is. Like the Suez Canal. The Suez Canal being finally freed. I will say, news, say, I thought it was going to be more of a hoarding along the toilet paper lines than there actually was. I was very proud of the human race. I was like, look at you Karens, <laughs> evolving. I think, I think the, I mean, I don't know. I don't watch the news, but I think the news didn't put it out as much. Of Which like I think a, was really, really smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they did something not to cause a panic for once. Yeah. Congrats. <laughs> Congrats, you did the basic human more, thing. We yeah. can't lose the toilet paper again. That was, that was the worst. I actually, I was expecting it to occur like this week. Have the show yeah, like the short, yeah. where when all the shipping delays started to back up, but it kind of I guess seemed to survive. Well, so actually, and this is something that happened with coronavirus when that was starting to go come out. A lot of toilet paper is made in country because mm-hmm. it's not efficient to ship, it's a big, bulky, yeah, thing it cubes out before like. it weighs out, yeah. So it it doesn't make sense to ship it for the most part, yeah. so light but bulky, yeah. There wasn't, probably wasn't much of a chance of the toilet paper. Other products, probably. But I feel like a lot of the stores as well are just being well, smarter with how they're... And here's the, well, here's the issue is toilet paper. You might have a whole aisle of toilet paper and only have like 50 yeah. bags of toilet paper out because it's so large. It's yeah. yeah. Well, also, let's be real. The Charmin Ultra Bear is a brown bear and majority of brown bears are only found in North America. Therefore, <laughs> I mean... I will say you your your headline on our Google Doc is Suez Canal has been freed. End of an era of memes. An interview with one of the guys that was clearing the Suez Canal like blockage told people, yeah, the memes made us go faster. They actually encouraged <laughs> us to go and clear it. That's so, hilarious. Meme culture all wins. Thinking about is, don't be a meme. Don't be a meme. Don't yeah. be a meme. Don't be the meme. Internet internet always wins. Huh. I stand by that, and we'll always stand by that. Oh, uh, so to conclude our segment on toilet paper, it's dummy thick. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, no, one more question about the toilet paper, though. Hmm. Are y'all under or uh, over? Over. Oh. Over. Okay. I'm not a savage. Yeah, yeah. I, look, I, I had to make sure there weren't any psychopaths here. Look, I'll, I'll, I'll die on that hill. <laughs> yeah. We'll lose subscribers. Yeah. The, real, the real question is, which toilet paper are you running? 
I just made a joke about the brown bears and Charmin. I think you know where I stand. Yeah, yeah I'm a Charmin Ultra guy. Charmin. Yeah, for sure. I mean. Grant, let, let me rephrase. As someone who owns a townhouse, my bedroom is Charmin. The guest bathroom's downstairs. Y'all are getting like the. Oh, Quilted cool Northern. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Sorry. Wow. It, I've got a lot of bathrooms in this place. Not all of y'all are getting Charmin. <laughs> oh, I see where your priorities lie. Just a. Just a flex. Yeah. Hey, I've got hey, put hey, bathrooms hey. in stock. <laughs> For three and a half years, in the apartment I shared with my roommate, y'all always used my bathroom and always had Charmin. It's time for y'all to man up and use right. the discount we toilet were, paper. We weren't allowed to use the other bathroom. <laughs> yes. So we were allowed I, to go on that side of the apartment. So it, was, it wasn't the thing that we chose because of your toilet paper. It just happened to be there. No, y'all chose it because I had to clean a bathroom. We weren't allowed in the other one. Because I had to clean a bathroom. Oh, fair. Oh, uh, yeah. We're hey. saving you from that misery. Yeah. We're boys. Like I would have noticed. Like my ba- my bathroom at post, old boy. <laughs> still. Yeesh. Trust me. I trust mean, me. Trust me. My place, two guys, high protein diet. Oh no, no. Tiniest bathroom. <laughs> we ever. need to get off the poop talk. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting an axe on it. I'm so sorry. How was your bowel movement this week? Tell me. Please don't. Moving on. Well, I was picturing X Men Origins Wolverine. They're all standing in the elevator, and the elevator goes out, and, it, and Ryan Reynolds goes, oh. "Oh yeah, seven dudes in an elevator. I'm high protein diet. So I'm sure this is going to go well." <laughs> uh, one of the only like good Deadpool lines from that movie, dude. Maybe one of the only. Well, speaking of Deadpool, speaking of Deadpool, it is now confirmed rumor. Let's say that to replace Stan Lee cameos, they're now replacing it with Ryan Reynolds Deadpool cameos. Oh. If you're, yeah, if you're going to replace Stan, I mean, I, part of me says it's, it's a bit sacrilege, you know, because, yeah. but like, not like you're going to use the skeleton, so. And also, out of all the superheroes, who would be the best cameo? Exactly. Yeah, also, so like, let's I'm be here real, that this. man waited so long to play Deadpool. He mm-hmm. deserves to be in that, to quote him, red condom suit also, <laughs> as much as he wants. Yeah, I mean, that's just the whole character shtick as well is. Yeah breaking the fourth wall there so that makes sense for him to yeah. show up like, especially in any X-Men with yeah I, oh am I not supposed to be in this one yeah, yeah. especially he deserves to be in any X-Men involving because uh, let's be real the Hugh Jackman Ryan Reynolds feud is iconic well so okay and great marketing have you finished WandaVision how far are you halfway have you watched any more since last time yes okay I was going to say if you hadn't don't care have you sport. met Wanda's cousin yet Okay, never mind. Then we can't discuss because I was going to bring up something that was going to tie in the Deadpool well, talk. Well, because we talked about we're going to do WandaVision for one of the episodes, and this was not the episode, therefore it was not my priority to watch. Uh, um, I do enjoy Evan Peters. Evan Quicksilver. Peters is in WandaVision. Yes, I know. I love Evan Peters, Quicksilver. Um, He's in WandaVision. Yeah, I know what I'm saying. Yeah. He was the only option. They so would... you've met her cousin. Then. Yeah, yeah. That's no, what... I haven't gotten there yet. I just know Oh, you just it. know it happens. Okay. Well, if it's already been spoiled for you that he is in it, yeah. I just was going to make reference that we now officially have a nope. fox. No, we don't. Well, not officially, but we have... He has Quicksilver powers. Have you finished WandaVision? I know what the... Twi- yeah, 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 I have. But okay. we see him yeah. doing the thing. Yeah. <laughs> but, and he's a fox character. We... The, what I'm getting at is we don't know how much realities are bleeding over. Right. And, like... No, I, 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 get, I agree with what you're saying. See, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I want to get it more nuanced, but I don't want to spoil yeah. it for Kate. See, I, I haven't finished it yet, but because of my industry and where I work, I read the contract they had with Evan Peters. Because, basically, they were going to put WandaVision on hold until they could get him. There was no backup plan. He was playing Quicksilver. 
There okay. were they didn't do any odd. It's kind of they like, weren't going to try and do air, air no, time. He was the only, no, he was the well, yeah, no, they couldn't. But the way they had it planned for the season, Evan Peters was the only option. Therefore, like he already had other contracts out. So it was just waiting for him to free up. That's a mixture of things. Waiting to waiting for him to free up, as well as you know, greasing some palms, making it like the deal lucrative, and just making sure he gets on board. I now hate the ending more <laughs> because of that information you've just given me. Uh, that he was the only plan. They had this planned. Yeah. Oh well, sorry. Well, I, I can't talk about it because you haven't watched it. Damn it. <laughs> Catch well, up. And I, I gotta admit, I've only. There's a lot of fucking things to watch, man. I've only seen the first episode of uh, Winter Soldier right now. Ah. Maybe the first two. Me. I will say I have seen the I've first. I've seen the meme. first two. I'm, I'm, I'm seen them all. I watched the other one on the way back from the beach. Is in it the car? Is it done already? No, they're, they're up to four. Okay. Six. I'll be um, caught up tonight. I will but, say, I did see ooh, a spoiler meme ooh. that made me laugh really hard. It makes me more intrigued to watch. Because I do know, Four, like, the WandaVision spoiler with that. But it was um, <laughs> tragic, heartbreak, mental anguish, and, like, PTSD. Enslaved an entire town to uh, mm. cope. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Ghost therapy. Oh, yeah, with the... Oh, but the, comparing the, yeah, Scarlet yeah. Witch and Winter Soldier. Yeah, yes. and I was like, balls. Which, speaking of Winter Soldier, we were talking about the new uh, Tommy Lee, Pamela Anderson film, and I knew Lily James was playing Pamela. I was not aware that uh, our boy Sebastian Stan, Sebastian Stan, Stan was playing uh, Tommy Lee. Yeah. I, yeah. Back to, and we were, we've talked about it, but we talked about it off air, so. Uh, so but, it doesn't count. Right. Megan Fox needs to play Pam Anderson, and. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly? Machine Gun Kelly needs to reprise his role from the dirt and be Tommy Lee again. I don't know. I wouldn't mind a um, Angelina Jolie and, oh, who was her first husband? She's way too old. No, 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 no. Young Angelina Jolie. Lena, hold on. Jolie, and it was the most ridiculous. Oh, wait, you're talking Billy about. Billy Bob Thornton, because they would walk around with blood vials of each other on their neck and everything, and oh, they're kind of doing that. about that. Thank you. See, like, and so a young Angelina Jolie, like, in that age range with that, um, Billy Bob Thornton, yeah. I think would be very intriguing. Yeah, Angelina and Jolie blood necklaces. What a wild decision. Wild time. And honestly, yeah. I'm here for Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. It oh, would wait. not be in the realm of possibility. Megan to Fox the same and Machine thing. Gun Kelly apparently have already worn, made their own necklaces. See? Mimicking See? This. See? Are they really together or are they just doing their own biopic without us knowing? <laughs> this is the question. They're actually yeah. just pulling a whole stunt on us. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Anyways. In regards to Sebastian Stan, uh, bringing it back to Disney, I don't know how they haven't, uh, Disney hasn't slapped a blonde wig on him and kicked it out into Mandalorian and or other Star Wars things. But you're now young Luke Skywalker. Oh, yeah. They look, he, he, he would look a lot like him. Yeah. I've seen those uh, pictures where they like, yeah. Change his hair and everything. Mark Hamill and Sebastian Stan apparently have an ongoing joke where Sebastian calls him dad <laughs> or something like that. Good, good. Um, uh, so that's not Hamill really calls him good. son type of thing. Yeah. As someone who dabbles in anime TikTok, there is like a new thing that's like, <laughs> um, what's your trope, simp? And it's angry dad with cute kid and it always goes to Mandalorian as baby Yoda because it'll be like um, <laughs> it'll be like um, Aizawa and Ari like stuff like like from um my hero mm-hmm. and stuff like that like that kind of trope then it always ends with Mandalorian and baby Yoda yeah and that, and that trope like yeah yeah that and yes tracks. you get to season two and baby Yoda is not so innocent 
Hey, he's still he's still the best. He is. Oh, have you seen him? Grogu? He's adorable. Grogu. I drew him on your the side of the cooler. Like he's iconic. <laughs> baby Yoda, baby uh, baby Yoda. Question: Did they make the Mandalorian to actually make a good TV show, or they did it because they knew Baby Yoda merchandise would well, sell out? Okay, that's the question. I've got a theory on this. I'm curious since you I have information on this. Since I know you probably have concrete information, and I'm just shooting from the hip. For those of you who are now just joining in, Cusick is our resident Star Wars expert. Hi, it's me. Yep. Um, I think they made John Favreau wanted to make a show. That was a classic Western where every week it was just a new classic Western-esque show. And everybody who is expecting it to develop into a storyline-based thing is watching the wrong show. <laughs> like they, They're like, this, is, this show's not going anywhere. I'm like, the purpose I don't think is to go anywhere. Uh, like, oh, I, I mean, not nowhere, but also, you know. No, I mean? it's, I mean, Mandalorian is side quest the TV show. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. You're, you're in the big... Skyrim world, and you say, oh, there's a big campaign, or a big okay. overarching thing. I want to do the side quests. People come from the Star Wars name, but they stay for Baby Yoda. Yep. So, my facts about that are, uh, uh, who, John Favreau. John Favreau, yeah. had to, like, no one at Disney was going to touch a Baby Yoda thing. You had to go and talk with George Lucas and be like, I hope nobody's touching Baby Yoda. <laughs> the concept. <laughs> Technically, it's not baby Yoda. It's a baby from the same species, Broker. but we don't know. Well, yeah, but Yoda sounds so much cuter. Broker. Baby Yoda sounds so much cuter than baby Boo <laughs> Yeah. So we don't think of baby Yoda. He had to get the, like, talk with George Lucas about it and get all that. Disney, I think he told Disney to not make any merch of it at all until the show aired. Because even putting out the thing to get production going... It would leak and people would know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So Disney lost a shit ton of money because they didn't have it ready to go as soon as Baby Yoda popped up. Right. There was instant demand and they could not fill it. Well, yeah, because so, they should have known that was going to take off. They should they have did. had it on standby. No, 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 no but they, it would leak intentionally. And they, did. Oh. they intentionally did not. There so. are people who find spoilers from movies like Avengers there were Avengers spoilers based on what toys were <laughs> granted was it the toys I know it was Ragnarok was it the toys or was it Mark Ruffalo accidentally live streaming the first part of the movie well that too but <laughs> I mean, they, Lego sets I mean not Lego. just Marvel no, but like it's happened across the board on a bunch yes. of stuff Lego has spoiled movies year, uh, uh, multiple months to a year in advance yeah and it's not Lego's fault. They're not doing. They're sticking to their production schedule. It's yeah. just there's always that one guy on the internet that's gonna be that dick and ruin it for everyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that was mine. So what you were saying with the was it a big ploy? They, they lost money on it, so yeah. it wasn't as big brains they wanted to be. I will say I I don't actively look for spoilers, but if they come up on TikTok. I don't have the power to look away. They're there. I, 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 I will watch. Like, if I'm going through Discover on Instagram or something, and I see it's a show... Like, right now, My Hero Academia Season 5? I think so. Is it five? The newest season. The newest season. Uh, has aired in, uh, and is subtitled, but not dubbed. And I will wait to watch it until yes. it's dubbed. Is it 5? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, but if I see, like, on the Discover page, like, a little uh, thumbnail of it... I just can't click on it. No. See, as someone who was totally fine before the pandemic, but since the pandemic has become addicted to TikTok, uh, a spoiler recently came up for me, and I have to preference with you too, I'm not going to say anything, so don't (laughs) yell at me, is the end of Attack on Titan manga just came out. 
You're already seeing how it all well, is Well, because to end. they... Well, yes, unfortunately. Oh, that sucks. Only because it talked about the last season that we just watched. I was like, I'm then caught you up. you thought you were caught... Oh, man, And so sucks. then at the end it went, can you believe that this is how it's actually going to end in the season four part two? And I was like... <laughs> I was like, this seems safe. I'm going to watch it. Nope. nope. And so now, unfortunately, I now know how some of the characters end. And I'm like, because oh, if you watch Attack on Titan and you haven't watched the newest season, plug your ears. This is how I found out Sasha was going to die before the Sasha episode happened. Mm. And I was like, son of a... But it's just because a TikTok thing came up. Because at first I was like, damn, look at her being a badass on the roofs. That's my girl. That's my potato girl. And then it went immediately Hello, to her getting killed by fucking Gabby, bitch. And I was like, and it was the episode before the episode we watched. Anyway, so the point was, sometimes I'm like, why would you, why you do this? Why? I thought I was safe, and you just had to... <laughs> Some of it. The, the delay that's not going to be edited in for Kate just spoiling that immediately after saying shush. <laughs> I gave y'all a warning. You cannot be mad at me. You two have seen it. I gave you a warning on here. Kate. <laughs> you did long ago. I think it's someone has headphones in there. Wait, three, two, one. I can't give my finger to pause on my radio that fast. I can't know if you are on my level. Bummer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this entire time I've been trying to think of how to do a spoiler-free review of Winter Soldier and just two guys not being good friends and two other guys being good friends but being bad. <laughs> That's the show, but it's great. Uh, I, I feel bad for Russell Wyatt Russell. Wyatt. Russell, oh yeah, yeah, the guy who plays who's yeah, the US guy who's Citizen. playing uh, not U.S. Citizen, John Walker, Captain America. Yes, U.S. agent. U.S. agent. I've heard not great reviews on him. A lot of people aren't fans. No, they well, love his character. They hate. Sorry, he's doing great a great job acting. They no, hate his character. Exactly. No, that's what I mean. Like, yes, yes, yes. he's oh. received death threats. As an, actor, as an actor, myself, a lot of people have a very hard time separating the actor from the character. It, I heard his more. character, no one likes the character. Yeah, that's His purpose. acting is going to be like, he, Lena Headley, Cersei Game of Thrones, would always say her biggest compliment was people would skip her in the line at Comic-Con because they go, we don't like you. And she's like, because she's doing her job, so she's like, I just took it as a compliment. But at the same time, you have to realize her acting was so superb you didn't like her. It's the same thing that people approach Sebastian Stan, Winter Soldier, and start saying the like phrases Wyatt to try Russell. and trigger Is that what she said? Yeah, why Russell. Yeah. They say the phrases to Sebastian Stan to try and trigger him like Winter Soldier. It's like, are you, what world are you living in? That's not how that works. He's an actor. It's <laughs> not a real thing. MCU's not real. We didn't all blip. The only time that is ever like, okay, is like you had Mark Ruffalo talk about like he took his son to school and the dad was like, my dad's the Hulk. And the kid's face just got really wide. Yeah. And like, because like, yeah, they're kids. It's like. Yeah. But mm-hmm. people are approaching on the street and saying random words to you. It's like, oh, I have to put this play out. Oh, God. Yeah. Again. That's um, tough when it, that's tough when it's adults who don't like, who just, they've gotten a little, and admittedly, I think the whole world's gotten a little bit wonky following, like we've been locked inside too long. Yeah. Oh, and let me tell you, as someone who was convinced Jeremy Sumner was actually Peter Pan when I was in the first grade, it happens. But you have to be a certain age. Um, switching off of Disney, we've yes. got the announcement of a uh, Rick and Morty season Ooh. five coming out. Uh, <laughs> slated for June. 4th. I don't usually yeah. like that type of comedy. I really enjoy Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty's great. Did you see the, the, baby, the baby Rick and Morty thing when Cartoon Network created for Fool's Day? 
Did no. Cartoon, or not Cartoon Network. Adult Swim Kids. Adult Swim Kids. Like they, they did a, like, the intro to Rick and Morty, but they're all babies. <laughs> and it was so adorable and hilarious at the same time. But I'm still waiting I'm for watching, I'm looking at the thumbnails on, uh, on YouTube since I can't play it because yeah. it would get us yeah. canceled. Um, um, I'm still waiting for you to go as Rick and Morty for Halloween one year. Yeah, it'll happen, maybe. The problem, I, I actually probably would never do it. The the Rick and Morty fan base is, I not I don't want to use toxic often, but they're pretty toxic. The Szechuan sauce thing, people just. I thought that was shit. funny at the time, but it, it really was, got out of hand at the tail end of it. It was funny at the time until people started going to McDonald's and like standing on counters, like threatening people, I'm like, nope, nope, that's where I'm going to take a step that's, back. That's when it got weird. Yeah. No. It was funny when they were like, we're going to bring it back as a promotional thing, and then they were like, bring it back forever. Yeah, and then it was like, oh, oh, we and did something nice, and now you're threatening us. Mm-hmm. I mean, kind of like with the Popeye. Well, so, so, like, they were like, at the beginning, I was like, oh, my God, everyone's going to these sandwiches. Then it was like, people were fighting because they're out of the oh, sandwiches, right. and there's coming riots, and you're like, oh, yeah. that escalated quickly. That, mm, mm-hmm. full, yeah. full uh, Ron Burgundy, that escalated quickly. Oh, yeah. Like, oh. Bro, killed a guy. <laughs> I am impressed that season five is coming out so soon and that it's happening, even though I know that they have a contract for 10 seasons. Dude, the fact that they have a contract for 10 seasons, I think is maybe one of the most impressive things that an animated show like that has yeah. pulled off. I disagree because I mean, like, it's very similar in the um, Family Guy aspect or American Dad, where it's like that kind of humor. No, but I what I'm getting what I'm saying is how far out their extension was made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got- I don't think Family Guy ever had an extension that was. Six seasons plus. But I think, well, that's not why I think they paved the way. Like in Simpsons, too, like they oh, animated yeah, yeah, that yeah. kind of humor, and you see how long those shows have been on the air. Mm-hmm. I think, and because this is the, I guess, correct me if I'm, no, because I guess yeah, Cartoon Network also had Family Guy and stuff on there, too. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, like I think they're just, there's at that time where they can prepare. For example, Did family guy ever play? Like, I'm, yeah. I'm not yeah. saying no, yeah. I just, I legitimately, it, for a second, I was like, well, before now, that's how I watched it. It'd be one of the, uh, the show, the, the crossover show, ends and the adult yeah. beginning. Yeah. That would pop up. And before tsunami came on. Yeah. Tsunami. 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 Oh, tsunami just it has started releasing merch. And if you think I'm not getting a Tom T-shirt, it yeah, it came back again, didn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's where majority of people got that. their it, love well, of anime. It came back when uh, DBZ Super rebooted, yeah. and I didn't know for like a year. To be fair. <laughs> oh. I couldn't say Tsunami's kids when I was a kid. I was like, Tsunami! Makes sense. So, I'm sorry. As an adult, it just yeah. sticks. Makes sense. Um, but yeah, but like with the whole Rick and Morty thing, it's similar to, for example, Bridgerton. Bridgerton was like the highest grossing Netflix show after one season. And they've already been green-lighted for three more seasons. Mm-hmm. After one season. That's oh, unheard really? of. Yeah. They just are green. They were already green-lighted for season two. Then they just green-lighted like yesterday for seasons three and four. And if this was on, like, a CW, NBC, whatever, it never would have gotten green-lighted for that far ahead. I, I'm, ser- I'm searching Amazon for Toonami merch and just found a Tom mouse pad that and I might actually have to get. You should absolutely get that. And make it wall art. I actually did hear something about Bridgerton where, I don't know, if Simon Bassett, I think is. He dropped out for season two. He, and yeah, it's because yeah, yeah. he didn't, his character. So, the point of Bridgerton is based off a book series. And every book, yeah. it's based off one of the seven Bridgerton, seven Bridgerton, however many Bridgerton children there are. Mom and Pop Bridgerton had a lot of kids, and they're all about to get married in different age groups. Okay. So, we just had, season one was based off Daphne Bridgerton. The next one's going to be based off the oldest son. His name starts with an A. Netflix Anthony. was really pushing this. 
and I have not watched any of it. It was the highest grossing Netflix original series of all time. This is also very far from up my alley. Mm-hmm. I might I might be wrong. It might not be. It, someone dropped out of that show. Yeah. I thought they dropped out of like a few other things as well at the same time. But yeah, it, he it did drop out. With, he did drop out, and that's because he probably character arc was complete or something. Or so he, so Daphne and um, the Duke, as he is known, because we Dukes do it, we Dukes do. Um, they were the main characters of season one. Season two, they are just the s- sibling and her husband. They're not the main characters of season two. And now that he's now up to be the next James Bond, he's in the new D&D movie, he's like, this isn't a good... And I'm not, I'm not no faulting reason. him in any way. Like He's 32 and he's, his career's taking off. He wants bigger projects now. Oh, mm-hmm. Good for him. I'm sorry. I, also... If he is offered the next James Bond, like as a, he, he, I mean, like no offense, Bridgerton, he's gonna, be, I could be John Bond, like that's like you've got to drop everything and be yeah James Bond. And that's, this is what I got. If you him. approach me on the street and we're like, hey, we're gonna do you for one James Bond movie, no one's gonna hear about, or everyone's gonna hear about it, you're gonna make nothing. Yeah. Sorry guys, I gotta change career paths. I'm gonna so, go be James Bond. Before he came along, I got attacked by some certain people because I never thought Idris Elba. Did I say it right? Idris Elba. Yes. I never thought he would make a good Bond. I think he'd be a phenomenal Bond villain. I never liked him as Bond personally. I think he would have made a good Bond probably like five or six years ago. Yeah, I think he's... Like, I think he's a little on the older side now. I think he's too of a manly man, masculine, to be the right kind of James Bond suave that he is. In my personal mind. This is my personal choice. I have nothing against... I'm not... not, Well, I am disagreeing, but I'm just like... That's fine. (laughs) And again, you're a lot of his opinions. I don't think... Like, I know most people would agree with me. I don't like Amber Heard as Mira. I don't no, think she's the right I, casting I choice. Don't. I, don't, I, don't, I don't like Amber Heard in general. But yes. She's hot. Very don't hot. like her as Mira. So this is just my own personal... Mm-hmm. I think he's a great Bond villain. Yeah. I don't personally like him as Bond, but I am all for an African-American Bond. And I think our Duke yeah. from Bridgerton, he has what more of what I picture for a young Bond in my mind. I'm like, he has that swag. Him I can see. I think his name is... It's like a three-part name. Reggie, and it's, Jean Page. It's, it's got a little accent with the E. Jean As Page. someone who can't pronounce Idris Elba Reg- majority Reg- of the time Page. or any kind of name, I'm not even going to try this, this one. Guy? Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's Reggie Jean Page. The, I am but, uh, butchering it. The D&D <laughs> thing is how <laughs> It's Gibby's American version of the name. <laughs> um, but I think he'd be a, a great Bond. I think, yeah. and personally, personal choice. But granted, at the same time, I didn't think Anne Hathaway would be a good Catwoman, and I actually really enjoyed her Catwoman. Yeah. So I'm open to being proven wrong. Just on first well, thought, he's not who I come up with. I think Bond. we are a podcast where we don't root against movies. No. Like, we want, regardless of who gets picked for things, we might go, I would prefer seeing XYZ, but we're like, but I hope this person does. We the want the job. movie to be good. Exactly. Because nobody likes to go see a movie that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> for Superman. <laughs> 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 My bad. <laughs> Got a lot of pollen out in the air these days. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. I mean, we can. We've got another movie to get to, but we had a much... That's awesome. <laughs> Gibby's showing me a uh, Starry Night, but it's a beam struggle from Dragon Ball Z. Super <laughs> Which is great for podcast and radio. Yep. Well, I, I'm, just, I'm deep. I'm trying to find a, tuna, a, a time for tsunami display. It's amazing. And I, I've got to give that up. Um, we'll take it home. <laughs> we, we've, the, the main course for today is going to be another versus movie. A versus movie done well, in my opinion. But yes. we have other things to get to before then. Yes. Um, do we want to do more news? or what do you want Yeah, to do? knock out a couple more of these. Uh, more recent ones. Um, if you aren't watching it, I won't stop here too long, but Dota Dragon's Blood 
was very good. I do want to watch that. You told me to watch it. Okay. It's on the list. They're on the list on the list. Sorry. Um, Fruit Basket Season 3 came out. They're going to watch that first. It's Game of Thrones meets Avatar The Last Airbender. Netflix, Hulu. All based off a video game. All based off it. All based off of a video game what that was a mod of another video game. Yes. Is it on? It is on Netflix. Netflix, okay. And it is probably one of my top slots for best video game adaption property, IP. It's, right it's something that, it's a blank slate. You can put anything on that, essentially. Yeah, because it was a mobile. Yeah. Um, and let's see. I would say, personally, as of late, I've been more into movies than I have been TV shows. So I've kind of taken a break on TV shows and watched more movies. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot to do with this podcast. Also, the Shrek movies are on Hulu, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Soviet-Russian version of Lord of the Rings was uncovered. Have you guys seen I thought seen? I saw something about that. Yeah, okay, sure. so the preface, Q's exhausted right now. We probably should have covered this at the top. He's been gone to the beach all week, and he's been getting bundled at work the last two days getting caught up. Yes. And we still drug him here in order to uh, record this. In the defense, we offered to cook him food. And by we offered, I made him and give him food. Yep. But yep. my roommate and I bought the food, and we hosted, so we did something. I'm also making the best decision right now to drink a, a beer, a heavy uh, alcohol beer. I'm drinking sponsor, plug, 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 plug. We're not actually sponsored. Got the check. But New Belgium Captain Dynamite IPA, a Voodoo Ranger. Ooh, give me some Voodoo Rangers, please. Granted, he is drinking this. <laughs> drinking, granted, he's drinking this after having margaritas. Seven point seven percent. Drink responsibly. <laughs> if you guys are out there are not looking up the stills from this, so I don't, I don't think I don't think it's probably worth watching subbed to watch the whole thing. But the um, what are we talking about? Oh, the Soviet are, Russian sorry. Lord of the Rings yes. <laughs> is. Pretty fucking hilarious looking overall. Gandalf. <laughs> Sorry, I just looked at that. <laughs> oh, you hadn't seen it at all? No. Oh, yeah. This... In 1991? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, okay. it's pretty outstanding. I saw somehow my YouTube algorithm popped up something about the history of Lord of the Rings or something like that. And clips of images of this came up. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Is this supposed to be Gimli? Yes. Oh, my God. So, apparently... This was something that, like, was one of those things where it was like, oh, yeah, this exists, this exists, this is it. But it existed as, like, a urban legend that it existed. And then somehow, and I don't know the full story on it, how this was actually uncovered last week, but this came out of nowhere. Um, for our listeners, Gollum looks like old Greg. <laughs> he really does. It, yeah, I mean, it looks like, no, what else Greg. it looks like? It's old Greg, but it's also the uh, the peasants in Monty Python and Holy Grail. They're yes. Out, the mud farmers. Yeah. If you threw some mud on one of their faces, it, it looks like that. They got the little shawl. <laughs> I bring, up, you. bring out your dad. I would yeah. say it's a perfect combination of the two, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then at the same time, we got a Castlevania resurrection. Uh, <laughs> Castlevania resurrection was like rediscovered, and it was a. Um, a game that was supposed to come out in, in 1997, uh, and it wound up being like a mini game in Castlevania Legends, but it would have been the first time we saw Trevor Belmont, who oh. is now the current Belmont involved in yes. the uh, Castlevania I, Netflix show. May I just say, um, as a hero, I, I really relate to Trevor. He, I, I enjoy him. <laughs> I greatly enjoy him as a character. Also, someone who went to Belmont University, you know. What's your namesake? I know, but also I really enjoy that he's um, 
He's a piece of shit, and I enjoy him for it. Uh, there is potentially a new Game Boy Omega. There was a post... Uh, about potentially a, is a strong word. Potentially is a strong word, but there was a post about a, CG, of a CGI concept art of one of them um, like an hour before it recorded. So uh, yeah. it is unclear what the validity of that is. It looks cool. It also looks impractical. I will say, I, I Googled Game Boy Omega when we... When I first came over here before we started recording, and an image, a video came up. I Googled it now, and only Astro Boy Omega is coming up at now. Okay, so. I wonder if they've taken the video down. Yeah, yeah, Nintendo might have gotten litigious with somebody making. I, Nintendo loves their a good, good well, cease and desist. Nintendo's biggest thing is not their technology, it's their IP. So I understand why they have to be the way that they are from a practical standpoint, but it does suck. It's. it's Nintendo confuses the shit out of me. It's a company that, like, you have this massive back catalog that everyone loves. Mm -hmm. Make it available. Well, the issue is People if you make it available, you can't, they can't monetize it. No, I'm saying make it available for money. Oh, not, yeah, yeah, It's yeah, just yeah. sitting there now. Yeah. No, People, I, I people see making ROMs. I think they just don't have enough warm bodies. Yeah. True. They haven't, yeah, yeah. haven't racked up enough yet. Yeah. Like, I, but, no, I agree with you. I think that's the move. I just... I think until they've gotten enough people to actually like because yes. way back when the reason why Nintendo has such a big catalog is it was one programmer making one game at a time mm -hmm. uh, way back in the day and obviously now it's teams of hundreds if oh, not yeah. thousands let's see uh, last Nintendo I have is Nintendo DS and the amount of Nintendo dogs that are dead on my game because oh. <laughs> it's been like a decade since I play uh, rip, rip to all the Nintendo dogs do you have a Tamagotchi back in the day? Oh, I had all the time. Oh, do you remember Stick World? The cubes no. you stuck together that oh, had yes. stick people in them? That oh, like su superior uh, Tamagotchi. Oh my god, but no, Tamagotchi's made that nostalgic comeback. Yeah. But I remember um, I got in trouble in like the third grade because I couldn't figure out how to pause my Tamagotchi, and so I talked to the school with me, and then every time my Tamagotchi had to like poop or eat, it would like go beep 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 beep, <laughs> and like I didn't want to get in trouble, so I hid the Tamagotchi in my classmates' bag. So when it got discovered that that was beeping, they got in trouble. God. Hi. Terrible. Also, recently we took our uh, <laughs> uh, we uh, took our what, what's your test. alignment test? Oh yes. We all answered honestly, by the way. Gibby, what were you? Neutral good. Cusick? I don't have my phone. I can't remember. You were lawful. You were lawful, lawful good. good. Yeah. I got chaotic evil. Hi. I will say, the other character you were gonna make for our campaign was lawful evil or chaotic evil. And they were the worst. Hi. I'm so glad you did not use that. Hi. <laughs> Contra is what I like to call them. Thank you. Uh, I thought about it, though. I will say, though, on a personal note, I think I am more um, chaotic neutral that leans towards the evil side when you piss me off. So it depends on the mood. Or it could be chaotic good, just depending on the mood that day. Yeah. But um, the test, yeah. Yeah. So, it checks uh, out. It's not wrong. anything else you all want to cover in news? Uh, Minus the fact that pollen is the worst, and I am so done with it. If you don't live in Georgia and deal with it the way we do, you lucky bastards. I just don't have pollen allergies. Oh, it's not the allergies. I'm just tired of there being... Um, Yellow stuff everywhere? Flower sperm everywhere. I, I hate it because I have the allergies. Also, everything's yellow. Fuck it. You got anything else you want to cover on news? Uh... You want to talk about the thing you highlighted. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> That's what we're just going to close news with. Fair. Do you know who the guy is? Nobody does like parkour. Yeah. He, <laughs> so, go so ahead. Riley Reed got engaged. Damn, real lost. Fuck, that was really loud. I'm so sorry. And he's on that second beer right now. <laughs> 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 Man, that Winter was. Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> 
Not nearly as bad as me cracking a beer at a play. Oh, no, that, that was the best. It was dead silent. It wasn't even a comedy play. It was a serious, like, that, real matters kind of play. And it's the serious part towards the end of the play where you know, like, shit's filled up. And the middle, lights are out. There's, like, barely one light on. So it's just... Well, there was a large static noise going on. And, yeah. like, they were amping up the intensity of the moment. And I thought I was going to be able to mask cracking a beer with yeah. that. And it cut out at the exact same moment that I went to crack the beer. So it was a silent auditorium. And this was not the Fox Theater. This was a small theater. It was a black box theater. So it's smaller and more intimate. Yes. There were 20 people in the crowd. And we were 11 feet from the stage. 45. And Somewhere in there. Yeah. Under 100. Under, well under 100. Like, everyone in the room could hear it. I'm shocked it didn't echo. Yours had great community timing. Mine right now was a dumbass move on my part. I just didn't think about, okay, oh okay, yeah, this okay. is going to be loud. Maybe to y'all's comedic timing, but to the actors and the theater itself, it was not comedic. Well, there were talent scouts on the front row. telling the story. Comedic timing. Yeah. You asked the actors. I don't think they'd find a comedic timing. But uh, so, Madeline was in the play and she thought it was hilarious. Okay. Uh, Apologies for anyone that listens to this with headphones. That's my bad. Uh, but, Riley Reed. Engaged. Is Big engaged. Loss. To a parkourist. To a, yeah, a guy who just fucking leaps off buildings, essentially, <laughs> and makes videos off. Hey, Short they like the danger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're just popping off today. Yep. Ha, I see what you did there. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> you, what was our trash or not trash? You bippity pet, I did. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you for ruining that for me. Oh, man. <laughs> As someone who loves Edna and Eddie, never again will I look at it. Yeah, that's recommendation to the audience. Google or YouTube, you whatever that. Um, movie, that uh, let me see if I can't find what it's titled. Bippity bet I did, and put your put the speaker on. <laughs> the first thing that comes up. You want to project. Um, it is called. Uh, you bet your sweet bippy I did. That's what it is. <laughs> uh. Oh man, you know that like anybody who listens to this show concurrently probably has already come across this stuff. Anyway. Almost certainly. So this week's trash or not trash? Hey, we made it. Uh, maybe one of my all-time favorite B movies. Uh, <laughs> she's already I, groaning. No, I've just made a realization. I took a lot of notes on my phone, which we're using to record, <laughs> so I can't read any of my stupid notes. <laughs> Shit. Uh, anyways and his brain's fried Serenity is a great movie <laughs> Serenity is an amazing movie as someone who had never seen Firefly going into it and I know that's how you started but I know you've seen it since yes yeah yeah, yeah. it took me a minute to realize <laughs> a lot was happening in a moment so and this is not the Serenity that this is the Serenity with um, Nathan Fillion Nathan yeah. Fillion and uh, and my boy Alan Alan Tudyk yeah. yeah that is Tucker Dale Versiebel this is, I actually, like, at some point... I know, he's so underrated as an actor. Uh, I want to keep this kind of briefer, yeah. because I want to yeah. do, like, a deep dive on this movie at some point, okay. and I don't want to burn through all of the points, because... Well, perfect, because I can't look at my notes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this movie, this was a show that uh, got canceled due to uh, costing too much to produce at the time. CGI mm-hmm. was expensive. It was ahead of its time. It was very ahead of its time. Yeah. It was Josh Whedon before Josh Whedon became a villain. Um, and this movie was basically demanded by fans to the point that the movie was produced. Wow. You Uh, know, we should have done this in conjunction with the Snyder Cut. 
It would have made more sense. Yeah. yeah. But still a great movie. But like we know on the show, we are organized chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's the thing. I love Nathan Fillion. And I know Firefly is a cult classic with a whole following behind it. Honestly, for one season, it has like a similar following to Supernatural. I mean, like if it had gone on as long as Supernatural had, mm-hmm. it had the same kind of following. It, you know? Well, and here's part of the reason that the show itself uh, it has such a strong following is it's only like 20 episodes and there's not a single there's not a single episode I rate below like a ninety. Yeah. No filler episodes. They didn't ha- yeah, it didn't live long enough to have anything bad, so everybody has a positive mm-hmm. mental image of it. Mm-hmm. So no filler That's episodes, up. no beach episode, anything like that. Just <laughs> right. Yeah, it was all set up and honestly a lot of world building stuff. hmm It was Mandalorian before yeah. Mandalorian to a certain extent. A little bit. Um and this movie came out in 2005, and, you mm-hmm. know, what, three, four years before this movie came out, we got the gloriousness that is The Mummy Returns with the CGI of The Rock. Mm-hmm. You know, CGI was in a very special place at the time. CGI it, was better in this than it was in a much larger budget movie in yes. well, that's because Mummy Returns. they've spent so much on season one, and then they're like, well, we're not going to do that again. That was ridiculous, because CGI wasn't respected as much as it was today. Some of it definitely does not hold up very well yeah. but it's not a but if you, just, if you put it in the King. it yeah, yeah it's better than the core yeah which came out uh, i think a year or two earlier yeah. yeah it's it's not bad but it's very much it's time cgi wise yes yeah, yeah. you can tell oh yeah that's cool it looks yeah. like a video game from 2012 yeah i would say before the end of the world mm-hmm. like uh, early like uh mass effect 2 and it does give me very um Space Mad Max. Yes. With like the reavers and all that, like <laughs> coming in, cannibals, riders, let's go. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's. I mean, it. I, it gave me a Star Trek meets Mad Max type of thing. Yeah. Oh, I need also, you know, too. there's gonna be like some kind of chaos when there's the twins, especially when they're boy girl twins. It's like the twins, like races Witch Mountain. You have like the twins. Which twins are you talking about? Um, the girl. What's her name? I'm not good the Summer Glow. Um, Who plays River? Thank you, River. River yeah, and her brother Simon. Yeah. Um, are they I, twins? I don't think they're twins. I don't think they are at all. Sure I think are. he's an older brother. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're twins. I don't think they. Could are. be totally wrong. Uh, I don't. I've seen this movie so many times that I could easily gloss over references like that at this yeah. point. Um. Um. Vanessa, uh, Wade Wilson's girlfriend in Deadpool. Yes. That actress is in this. I didn't. It took me too long to recognize um, her. It was like Marina Bukharin. Yes. Yep. She. Yeah. You're right. You're right. They're they're only like a year or so apart that they're mistaken as like twins often. Okay. okay. So that's why. Well, anyways, the point is when you have like the brother or sister like that and they got some kind of fame, they come yeah. to one. It happens. The same thing happened in um, the Hellboy two. Like whenever you got that kind of, Electric. you know, there's gonna be. I mean, maybe one of the all-time quotes from this movie is "I is Nathan Fillion saying I aim to misbehave." I love like. Is that the name of another autobiography? Not right? a yeah. <laughs> that's the sequel. <laughs> not a, I'm a leaf on the wind. Watch watch, watch as I soar. soar. Yep, that's another amazing Which one. I want to do want to say before I fuck up something horrifically. This <laughs> 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 is a drunk moment during a darty like. It's now in your head. Yeah, it's there now. But Serenity, not trash. <laughs> Stamp it, not trash. Very good. Uh, Any other thoughts? Question. So we Answers. have Adam Baldwin, yes. who's in this, um, as Jim Cobb. Mm-hmm. Oh. Is he related to the other Baldwins? 
Yeah, I think so. The cousins. There's a, I think there's a bunch of Baldwins. No, yeah, they're not brothers. He's not brothers though with Alec Baldwin. Um, that said, y'all right? keep talking. I'll get. I'll pull it up. I think. I think he is one of the Baldwins. Um, but I don't I, know if he's a cousin or not. Yeah. Like Emma Roberts, Julia Roberts, like their aunt and niece. His, his about page doesn't have any reference to the other Baldwins, so maybe not. Also, you've got a couple, uh, the kind of three, four, maybe five of the main-ish characters in Serenity are now in some sort of superhero movie with uh, Nath Fillion taking mm-hmm. the role as Arm Fall-Off Boy in the upcoming Suicide Squad. Squad, yep. Uh, Marina Buckerman, uh, as we've mentioned, was in, in Deadpool. Deadpool. Alan Tudyk, if you want to count the Harley Quinn TV show. Oh, I was going to go with um, He's in Star Wars as... Uh, was he in Star Wars? Rogue, uh, Rogue One. Oh, right. He's the right. robot. Yeah, he's the robot. That's not superhero. That's not what. But yes, you're not <laughs> wrong. Uh, and then you got uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor. Chiwetel Ejiofor, I believe is how you pronounce it. From Baron Mordo from Dr. Strange. Yes, yes, yes. yes bad yes. guy. Huh. MovieRankings.net does not have Serenity on it. That's a bummer. Oh, wait. That's because I am only looking in raunchy comedies. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, should I go make a remake of Serenity, but as a raunchy comedy? Have we been rating these? What, the uh, trash or not trashes? Yeah. Um, I think so. Okay. I just wanted to... We I are, couldn't remember. If we weren't before, we are now. Fair. Um... Yeah, this is definitely not the 2019 Serenity with McConaughey and Anne Hathaway where Anne Hathaway's son sleeps with her in virtual reality. Oh, no. Oh, oh is that the video game one? Yeah. Like, they're fishing and stuff? Yep. Oh, God. <laughs> That's the dumbest twist I think I've do, ever heard Do you of. now get why I had it written in our uh, podcast notes? I, I figured it'd be something you could easily Google and confuse, <laughs> but... Uh, boy, oh, boy. But, th- I mean, this is just truly one of my all-time... Favorites, it's got like it's not there's object, there's plot holes, there's mistakes on set. Um, there are scenes where, like, when there's an explosion, you can see the gas tanks a la Gladiator. Like, there, you know, there's a pickup truck in the background of a scene in a world where there's no cars. Like, uh, like, it's not polished, it's not technically good, but you can tell that all the actors and all the writers really wanted to make something good. Yeah. I have one comment I'm going to read real quick. Okay. Um, from Josh Whedon, talking about the Reavers. And the Reavers are basically our cannibalistic, animalistic bad guys in said film. And he goes, every story needs a monster. In the stories of the Old West, it was the Apaches. And then he explains how he removed the racial aspect from oh. said movie. Oh. So Josh Whedon... Uh... Not a good guy back then, too. <laughs> good to know. I mean, actually, that's that's a kind of commonly known thing now. He wasn't a good guy back then, either. Yeah. But he explained how he if removed the racial Buffy aspect of the Apache metaphor by using the Reavers. Oof. <laughs> what, like, in if you ever want to go down a list and see a writer's room that did, like, Josh Weiss, we're finding out, is not a good guy. But we can't deny that... He did Avengers. He, yeah, he did, but show. also in an interview, he said the purpose of the Reaver, the purpose of the Reavers serve in the show, is compared to the Hollywood engines. Yikes! Um. Well, <laughs> quotation I N J U N S. Yeah, if you go through this writers' room though and look through each of the writers for all the episodes, the movie, yeah. 
they all have gone on to be total killers. Okay. Like they yeah. are all tied to amazing projects. Um, this was a golden, just the best room that you could have assembled at the time. Yeah, um, and it was just ahead of its time. Yeah, if this came out like when Game of Thrones first aired, it would probably be a similar phenomenon because huh. of the time. Right. And people were ready to accept a more fantasy, out there, high budget CGI kind of film. They were willing to do that. Right, right. Whereas, like, by the last season, it's like, what, over a million dollars an episode? Yeah. It was just 2005. People were more focused on Paris Hilton and her dog, Tinkerbell. Yes. And sci fi was also not, uh, not the best. It was nerdy. It's yes. not, yeah. You, it, you didn't go there for quality content. Geeky things had not entered the lexicon yeah. of pop culture yet. Um, and today, because COVID came and we all have been sat in our homes watching the geeky stuff, we're like, this is awesome. We're all yep. for it now. Mm hmm. Which, granted, this group was for it before the pandemic. Yeah, yeah we, we, were, we rolled deep in it early. Yeah. Um, are we gonna rate these trash or not trashes, or are we just gonna buy it? Apparently, buy it we're gonna do it now. Let's just go for it. I I didn't remember what we were doing. In all honesty, I knew we were doing the trash or not trash. I'll, yeah, yeah. This is definitely not trash to me. Yeah, no, not trash. Stamp it. I just couldn't remember if we were rating them too. I think it. I think we go ahead and rate them in the sheet. Right. Um, yeah. That way we can just build up a larger catalog of what things we have ratings. But for. we're not gonna verbally rate it. Well, I mean, we can. There's no reason not to. I'm giving it a 79 out of 100, even though it's. One of my favorite movies of all time. Objectively, it has a lot of flaws. Okay. I'm now retroactively uh, changing my... <laughs> I'm just going to give, give it way higher. But, I mean, it didn't you help. You want to give it higher? Give it higher. I, the, me watching this movie, I've seen it on a bus going to <laughs> Boy Scout camp, I think. On a teeny little tiny TV, three rows up. And then I saw it some other time, like bits and pieces. And then I watched it today during breaks that I took at work. <laughs> I was working all day, and when I wasn't, I was watching this. <laughs> I did. Oh, God. Oh, no. I'm taking a hole. Jake's bosses, are you listening to this? I'll, I'll give him, I'll give the him best, a name. Just the, saw B. The best time to delete this tweet was <laughs> before you wrote it. Yeah. So that's the second best time you're just going to give it a B rating? I'm giving it a, a solid 80... Kind of okay CGI explosions out of a hundred. <laughs> What'd you got, Kate? I'm gonna give it seven point five cannibalistic human bodies eaten by the Reavers out of ten. Alrighty. Um and it generally I think we screwed up. Generally we do the trash or not trash, then the news, then yeah. the other movie, but we did the news first. I'm not gonna go fix this. No. Um, you know what? This wasn't a mistake. This one that we forgot. We decided to switch things up and keep y'all on your toes. Did you know we used to do the uh, B-rated before? The only time the we've ever before? done it. You know? Like, <laughs> we're keeping you on your toes, people. Come on. Um. I don't know. This, this is, if we had Netter, when you'd splice in that, that great segue I did earlier about <laughs> versus movies. But. Um, but, yeah. So, versus movies. Uh, back to that we should have done well we couldn't have done Snyder Cut and uh no it wasn't Snyder what what do you mean what was the other versus movie oh she brought up uh, Batman v Superman I said that's, that's right. a bad versus movie yes we should have done what that with this about. as a good versus movie no we didn't have to do that with this I wouldn't want to watch both those movies god yeah, that'd be long 
Uh, actually, this uh, so the movie is Godzilla versus Kong, so yeah. I don't, don't have to keep jumping around saying it. Uh, Topical, but um, this movie actually didn't have like when I I had to hit pause to go you know refill water or get another beer or whatever yeah. it was, um, and I remember like when we were doing Snyder Cut, I had to watch it over like three nights. I did uh, two of the episodes yeah. at a time. And uh, I remember every time I'd pause, I'd be like, Mother of God, there's so much of this left. Uh, <laughs> we just binged it all in one night. <laughs> and Godzilla's Kong very much felt like every time I hit pause, I was like, yeah, that's about how much of the movie should feel left. And kind of left me wanting more. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a solid hour 53. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, the beginning might be a little slow, but it's just setting stuff up. So I'm right. with that. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I had a guess of how it was going to end. Oh, it was not cerebral. I knew how this was going to end before it even clicked on. Like, oh, <laughs> no, no, it was, well, here's the thing. I thought it was going to be a very definite, we have a winner. Which is what Warner Brothers said there was going to be. And there was not. There was a definitive winner. Absolutely. And because I remember we were talking about this before we watched it, of how there was going to be a, there's, there's like, he's King loser. Kong. Like, it's King of Monsters. And... Kong is known as King Kong, mm-hmm. so it, it was like, this is the beginning of King Kong, the king of the monsters! Was, and I was like, Kong got his ass kicked a lot in this film. It was a good theory. <laughs> but then he got an upgrade. He did, And then he, he came back and kicked some ass. But I, he wouldn't be, I wouldn't say he's the KO winner, though. I, I think Godzilla wins. Yeah, oh yeah, Godzilla's got claws and a fucking laser. Not, I mean, not, <laughs> not sorry. In, in general, yes, Godzilla beats big... Big nuclear lizard beats big, big monkey. Beats big nuclear monkey. Sorry. Thousand <laughs> beats DK. Sorry. But no, wasn't Godzilla definitely the way that they wrote it and humanized it and stuff felt like he was the stand-in for you, like as the audience. Like you felt like you were supposed to be rooting for Kong over yes. Godzilla. Oh yeah. 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 Well, because yeah, they have Godzilla as a force of nature. Chaotic evil. <laughs> um, they, they they position Godzilla as this force of nature that something has happened that he's flipped and he's not mm-hmm. on our side anymore. Kong, we've been taking care of him. He's got a bond with his little girl. Mm-hmm. They can talk. That's kind of well, cool. Well, if I may, it wasn't, it's not like a chaotic evil thing. It's more of, I grew up with so many Godzilla memes and like they were on Dexter's Laboratory. You had a Godzilla episode. It's just my Cartoon Network childhood had a lot of Godzilla episodes. Reptile. So, yeah. Reptile, yeah. Oh, Rugrats. I mean, that's like just has 20th anniversary or 30th anniversary. Didn't they have a movie where the kids were in a giant reptile robot? Yes, they were. And it was... That they just went to, jumped back into my brain. Um, just it was, it was uh, the Rugrats movie. Potentially trauma? I don't know. It was we'll the Rugrats out. movie and they went to Tokyo so Chucky could find a new mom. And we had a crazy Paris lady who was obsessed with Reptar and had Reptar land who was like, ah, so I can work with children. I must marry a spiny little man who has a brat so I can be seen as the next Disney head by my boss. Twas a weird movie. Yeah. What? Yeah, I, uh, the yeah. point is that that is still very fresh in my brain. There was a whole movie called uh, Reptar Fighting that was like, huzzah! And they, yeah, I, anyways, my point was because of my childhood, I was like, Godzilla. Yeah, I mean, it's it's in the, the big monster verse that they have been sending up, Warner Brothers. It's the uh, Godzilla, uh, Skull Island, Godzilla Kingdom Monsters in an hour half. Godzilla vs. Kong. Uh, don't mm-hmm. forget the King Kong film back in the early 2000s with Jack Black. That's not in this... Uh, I don't care. I still count it. <laughs> that's not in the universe. So I still that's why count I didn't it. Count it. 
with Adrian Brody uh, as our romantic I, lead. I don't hate the new, uh, the newer Kong intro. Skull, Skull, Skull Island. Island. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, I think that movie. Yeah. I I think it's that movie is a lot to me like Serenity is where there's, it gives me nostalgia. It gave me nostalgia the first time I watched it. I was not alive during Vietnam. I was not alive when Skull Island mythically happened. Like you know, yeah. like but there's something about the color aesthetic, the way that it's shot, that has a very nostalgic vibe to it. Um, I, I would agree with that. Um, I will say my biggest thing was you have Dr. Nathan Lynn, which is played by Alexander Skarsgård. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, but his character here gave me the vibe that if his version of Tarzan with Margot Robbie and like that Tarzan just didn't age, this is what he would become. I'm not going to lie. I didn't realize that was Alexander Skarsgård. I didn't realize that was Skarsgård. I don't think he did a very good job in this movie. Personally. He didn't do a very good job in Still Tarzan either, which is why I say if Tarzan didn't age and like this is what he became years later, like he's immortal, that's what I got. Which is sad because I really enjoy the Skarsgård family. Also, can we all agree that appeasing the Chinese market is why this was wrapped up in Hong Kong? Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, that's... I mean, one of the Pacific Rim movies did that, too. But, yeah. Pacific Rim 2 did, yeah. Yeah. So, Scar's got a very interesting comment about what he drew on for this character. Uh-huh. He goes, I drew Actually, on the... I, I paid... I called Nathan yeah. and a helmet to the 1980s films and based them off Indiana Jones, Romancing the Stone, Lethal Weapon, and Die Hard. Wow, I didn't get any of that. I got, I'm a little pussy bitch boy. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. I mean, no, I, his character in general. I mean, I understand where it is. It's like we we get him <laughs> after he's had this traumatic event where his brothers die, searching for this thing that they spent their whole lives on. Mm-hmm. But every time you see him outside his little lab, the very intro, he's scared or hiding behind someone. And they make a joke of it in the movie. They, the little Asian girl calls him coward or yellow or something. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, it well, means brave. He also says this. Um, he played the character as a reluctant hero, not an alpha badass. Thrown into this very dangerous situation is definitely, definitely not equipped for it. <laughs> so, he's a reluctant hero only at the very end. I don't know if I even call him a reluctant hero in that. I'd say he was a man of circumstance. I would agree with that. The closest one to do a thing. Who <laughs> knew how to press a button. Um, but let's but, let's I mean, get away with knocking his performance. And no, I, I I'm sorry. I'm not trying to knock his. No, 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 he I, probably he did a good job of the character that they wanted him to be. Yeah, it's it's the same thing that happens with all the Godzilla Kong movies. The human element is the weakest. Part is of the weakest link. Yeah, it is the hardest thing in these movies to relate to. Yeah. Another character note, though. Uh-huh. I knew my favorite character was Madison for a reason. Hmm. She. <laughs> Yes, because it's a coming-of-age story for her and her attitude towards life and how much stronger of a person she is and how Madison advocates for Godzilla in the film who tries to vin- basically confirm everything Godzilla does and his reasons why. So Team Godzilla! Madison, Millie Bubba Oh, Millie I didn't like her in the first one. I did not like her at all, but in this oh, one... I think she's much better in the first I one. I thought she was better in the first one, too. Interesting. I she thought she was annoying in the first one. not good in this. I thought her character's just there for exposition. Oh, granted, I yes. think okay. I liked I liked Madison's point of views in this. I think Millie Bobby Brown was more of 
kind of like Jennifer Lawrence X-Men where it's like I signed a two-deal contract before I became the super big star and now I'm kind of stuck in it and I don't really want to do it. I think, so, I don't I don't get that. I think she did okay. a good job like acting the role. I think the role is not Right. Cool. I think it was poorly written for her because she is just like, let me jump on the spaceship going places I don't need to go. Let me be I mean, antagonistic with my dad and go break into the facility. Like The fact that they got Kyle Chandler back in general, for this movie, I'm like, you didn't need to be here at all. Neither of you need to be here. Kyle Chandler being back in this was maybe one of the wildest twists that, like, they showed him, and I was like, I wonder how long he's going to be on screen. He must uh-uh. have been just, like, in the area. Like, for a quick <laughs> afternoon, like, uh, we got a few shots we want to put you in. If you're game, we'll give you some money. They accidentally saw him at no and he was like, fine, I'll do it. Or maybe he became best friends with Alexander Skarsgård. I was like, yeah. I can't leave me on this set by myself. I need my homie. Like, I think. The guy who Bernie Hayes, Brian Tyree Henry, steals a lot of his scenes. Yes. Uh, so yeah. heavily overacts everything. Like absolutely. Just try, crushed his role. Yeah. There, there's two. Is it two or three storylines? Really? I guess. Th- I think three. Okay. So I, the ones I'm thinking of are there's the Millie Bobby Brown led. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the hell's going on with Godzilla? Mm-hmm. Storyline, which is Millie Bobby Brown's Madison. Julian Dennison, the uh, New Zealand kid from Deadpool 2. Yes. Fire Fist, who does not play anything like that character in this. Yep. Couldn't and, have told you they were the same person yeah. if they didn't look alike. And then Brian Tyree Henry, who, yeah, absolutely is camp as hell. He's fun mm-hmm. time. Yes. Can you imagine? Because we have Julian Dennison, who was in Deadpool 2, just Deadpool making a cameo in this movie at some point in the background. <laughs> just Actually, Ryan Reynolds eating in the background. We've now talked about two different side characters from those movies. <laughs> oh, yeah, we yeah. really have. And of course, my girl crushes in this movie. Um, Isa Gonzalez. That girl is fine AF, baby driver. With she a girl does crush. nothing in this movie. That she is eye candy and she is a goddess and we will that appreciate is, yeah, her all purely what she is. She shows up and you will shut your mouth as her being a bad character. Put her in every movie. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. sorry. She's not a bad character. Her, <laughs> the character that she is portraying walks onto the set and goes, I'm a bad guy. Mm-hmm. I will die later in this movie. She, I think there's the humans, I think there's the Millie Bobby Brown storyline, um, the human storyline, and then the monster storyline. And let's be real. We were only here yeah, for the monster well, storyline. We wanted to see the big monsters fight. Yeah. We don't the, want the side storylines. The monster and the human storyline converge a little bit in that the human one is, we want to find Hollow Earth, which also at the same time, please don't put out more conspiracy theories. We, people already think the Earth's flat. Come on, Warner Brothers, please help us out. Uh, you know what I can't wait for? You know what I, holy shit. I almost wish they leaned into it, made a flat Earth, and Hollow Earth was just the other side. Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> like, just really... Like, can you imagine the Flat Earth stands who would come out of hiding being like, Hollywood's we finally speaking you. the truth. Um, I don't know. Oh, you know what God. I would have secretly enjoyed? What? So there was a film that came out in 2016 with Anne Hathaway called Colossal. And it's where basically yes, like she can control that... the big monster or whatever. Oh, right. Like, would it have been a good movie? Probably not. But I would have kind of low-key loved, like, you have the Millie Bobby Brown who's like, Team Godzilla, and then you have the Sound Language girl that's like, Team King Kong, and have them control them and just like, have a total like, girl fight, like slapping, just, nah, eh, eh, be and a the big good, monster, so. Be a good resurrection from not another monster movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there you go. Um, I will say, the bad guys in this movie, Demian Bashir, uh, who plays Walter Simmons, I think, is 
it cut off. And Shun Oguri, uh, Ren Sirizawa, is that the character? They both did a great job chewing scenery when they were given a chance to just be <laughs> big bad corporate dudes. Yes. Who are being nefarious somehow. Because you know I'm bad. Yeah. I'm bad. I mean, they show up anywhere. And you're like, okay, yeah, you're the bad guy. Cool. Got it. Established. Yep. There is no confusion. We are evil. Um, I will say, I, would, I had a theory going into this movie that I thought uh, Godzilla from King of the Monsters, that one had been a female Godzilla. And this was going to be a different Godzilla? And that Godzilla had died. And this new Godzilla, or the... Would be an offspring that would be more in the weight class of uh, King Kong? Exactly. Yeah. I I thought that's how they were going to go, and they were going to make... Spoilers for if you haven't seen this movie. We've we've been talking about a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. I've at least mentioned a lot of bad guys. I'm giving you... I'm I'm filling air. Spoilers. (laughs) Five. A four. Four. A three, a two, two. a one. Mecha Godzilla's in this. Yes. I thought. Well, Mecha, they, no, no, Mecha Godzilla's in the trailer. Is it? Yeah, yeah. The, you you can clearly see a cut of it. Okay. It's shot in a way that if you didn't know what Mecha Godzilla was, you would think it's Godzilla. Okay. But it's like one of those. It's like, oh shit, that's Mecha Godzilla. Okay. Like, I, unless you're a nerd like this group. Yeah, I'd seen. I guess like maybe one of the first trailers, trailers. So, where maybe they hadn't put yeah. stuff that, or it was like something in the background you mm-hmm. can kind of point out to. I didn't, I figured it, Mechagodzilla was going to be in it. I thought it was going to be, they took the the dead Godzilla and made it a robot. I like how they did it. Yeah. In this case though, where they got Ghidorah. And used him as the hyperlink. Yeah. Where, this was literally, this was better Pacific Rim 2. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is great. Granted, Godzilla, if you want to do it, you could literally just do Game of Thrones, Night King, bring back the dead dragon. You have a zombie Godzilla with the blue eyes. Yeah. Make it well, very striking. Make it totally not short lived. I will say, um, <laughs> we're still not over that, if you can't tell. We should um, talk about the Game of Thrones spinoffs next time. Yes. yes, we will include those yes. in the next episode. I saw they dropped the trailer for, we'll get there next week. I'm going to hold on to that. But um, one of my favorite actresses is Angzigi. She's been in um, Memoirs of a Geisha, mm-hmm. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. She is a phenomenal actress. And she was in the first Godzilla as Dr. Ayin Chen and mm-hmm. Dr. Ling. And she was supposed to reprise her role in this movie. And then the last second, they cut her out. Okay. And I was kind of bummed because yeah. I really did enjoy her. Yeah. I just enjoy her in anything. She's brilliant and absolutely drop dead gorgeous. And yes. I do remember her from the first one. I, I'm sure she, or whichever one she was in, I, I'm sure she would have been good. I, I think it was one of those situations where there's like, the, the human plot line's not that fun. That, we gotta cut. We get, yeah, we gotta pad it less. Yeah. Because the overstuff in the human plot line has been to the detriment of all of these. Previously. That's yeah. everyone's complaint. Yeah. Other than the first one, I mean, Brian Pacific Rim, the first Pacific I keep circling back to it because it's probably the best example of a kaiju movie yeah. in recent years. Uh, and I think this definitely gives a run for its money versus the first Pacific Rim. Uh, and we can all agree the second Pacific Rim was hot dog shit. Yeah, that one's not good. I, there's an argument to make that the... I mean, Pacific Rim is a human story. Yes. With big monsters. But it also... big monsters with a... If you look at the breakdown of... Like actual human story in that versus like monster fights. True. I guarantee you it leans way heavy into the monster fights. Oh, you're not wrong. Yeah. You're probably right. And I think that's what makes it work is because you can if you have a super serious human element, mm-hmm. you burn up your suspension of disbelief. Oh yeah. That there are giant 
60-story monsters outside. Yeah, if you take it too seriously, it's not going to work. Right. Um, I will say, that, I mean, getting to what I alluded to a while back, this is a good versus movie because they, it sets up both fights where one side is at some sort of home field or advantage over the yes. other. The first fight you have is Godzilla versus Kong in the ocean. Godzilla absolutely got the advantage. Mm-hmm. Kong is sedated most of the time, in chains, and then is just drowning in the water. Also, he got a lot of fur, you know? And that's yeah. why it's going to weigh you down. It'll make it hard to swing those punches. And then, climb. second fight is... Uh, Godzilla does a beam into the Kong's home yeah. that he's just found. Through Hollow like, Earth. Wow, this is where all my family yeah. was. Well, okay. And Kong's are like now, literally shots fired. The, the whole purpose of Hollow Earth is for you to go, this is really cool, but don't ask too many questions. But man, the implication is that the uh, that the we gotta fly. There we go. Uh, the implication is that the King Kong's species was basically Godzilla hunters. Is what I oh, took away. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I guess that is... Axes something. made from their scales. Because there was a, sec, a second where I... Sorry, you probably couldn't hear me. There was a second where I thought it was uh, a... Like, they teamed up and worked together. But now that you put it that way, I think you're right. I think it was supposed to be a... We're Godzilla, Godzilla hunters. hunters. And I think... Which I think was tying into the movie, we need to work together, humans need to work with the kaiju. Yeah. Godzilla and them have to work together and have, can't embrace the previous history. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean... Look at me overcomplicating the most simple movie on Earth. Big monster fight. Yeah. <laughs> Big monkey get axe. It's only Bowser versus Nuclear DK. axe. Let's go. So, it, yeah. I, I will say, Godzilla... The first fight goes to Godzilla. The second one goes to Kong. Fight 2.5... Definitely before goes to Kong. Mecha, no, fight 2.5 oh, was wait. Godzilla. Ver, yeah, yeah, before never. Mecha... I was thinking 2.5 was Mecha Godzilla. Uh, 2.5 is whatever happened between, like, Kong beat the shit out of Godzilla, and then Godzilla came back and stopped on his chest for something. Like, mm-hmm. I forgot what happened in between, but... Lots of fighting, throw through buildings. Yeah. Uh, honestly, it, uh, we can agree that it was placed in Hong Kong to, you know, appeal to a Chinese Absolutely. market. Well, especially with Godzilla. Godzilla's... Uh, you know, if you wanted to appeal to an American audience, you wouldn't blow up Manhattan. It's an interesting, you know, like... Well, well I disagree. Let's go to the Avengers. Let's go to uh, Man of Steel. We blow up Manhattan quite a bit in most of our favorite yeah. movies. But, well, but, but it didn't wasn't particularly well-received. Avengers was. For Avengers, Avengers. they don't show Manhattan getting blown up. That much. It's one street that has some fighting on it, mm-hmm. essentially, is what they show. Man of Steel, people got real upset. Like, it's understood that it's happening everywhere, but they, they don't, don't show, show like. Oh, yes. Yeah. Man of Steel, there's a fucking crater in the middle of the city. Mm-hmm. And people were like, ah, it's, it's violence. You're just trying right. to propagate. And, people. well, because people were like, it reminds us a lot of 9 11. Yeah. And there Which was a fair. lot of outcry about that. Yeah. So. I think that is why it's placed not in the U.S. I don't think you can do a big monster fight where a monster destroys a bunch of the cities. The cities. It's like, those are human lives. Yeah. Cancel culture. Well, tell me if I'm <laughs> wrong, but Godzilla originated with attacking Tokyo. Yeah. Yes. It's, I mean, yeah. that well, is where it oh, no, no, that's how, Well, that's what I'm going from with this. But, like, during the time period after World War II, I mean, Tokyo had been 
freaking, well, not Tokyo, but Japan, you know, Hiroshima and Nagasaki, like, been completely blown mm-hmm. up. That you, A for, tale of two sons? You can't really, like, it was one of those things, like, so, blood, like, I, you know, I, okay. Yes, I know, yeah. yeah. I'm the really hard to choose my words carefully with that without. The history there is uh, Japan at the time was still under U.S. occupation. Yeah. They couldn't put out any propaganda or anything like mm-hmm. that against the U.S. So they made a big nuclear powered lizard, lizard. Yep. That came out of the sea. There is, there's a really good uh, movies with Mikey on YouTube, does a Pacific Rim video, but the first like uh, 10 minutes of it is. Basically, where did kaiju movies come from? Right. And it's all... It's a great little 10-minute, like, intro to Godzilla, King Kong, all those things that... <laughs> Pokemon, yeah. Legendary. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's a great video. I highly re- Actually, I recommend everything that he puts out because it's just very well thought out. And coming from the history aspect, we are bumping against... Yes. 9.30. Well, real quick, I will say I just read a really fun fact, though, regarding casting. So, obviously, really? Millie Bobby Brown was already cast in this role. Makes so, sense. when we had um, uh, Julian Didison read mm-hmm. for Josh, they did scenes from Romeo and Juliet. They had them read those. That was that was his audition. Because wow. a lot of the times when it's a big-budget movie, like something big along those lines, they won't use the actual script. Mainly because they don't want it being leaked or like the script isn't finalized or whatever reason. So they'll sense. pick scenes from similar backgrounds, similar vibes for whatever. So I'm very intru- I'm surprised that they did Romeo, Romeo and, and Juliet, Juliet. Yeah. scenes. And that was his audition and his screen test with Millie Bobby Brown. I see what they were going for there. I wonder if they gave Millie Bobby Brown the Romeo role and Julian the, the Juliet, Juliet role. Because that's very much how it plays in the movie. Is Yes. He... He's happy to do I'm that. I'm picturing Millie Bobby Brown He's, as Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. in Romeo v. Julia. I mean, I love that movie. Julian is 100% simping for Millie Bobby Brown in the movie. He's, he's got a... It, the character has a crush on the other character, clearly, because they're bringing the mm-hmm. Honestly, skull and all that shit. If I may, I give him Romeo and her Rosaline. I who was the girl that Romeo was in love with before he laid eyes on Julia, and Rosaline was like... I got better things to do than your simping ass. I'm a little too Shit, like you're, I got, cut, you're cutting too deep on Shakespeare for me to remember. Yeah, <laughs> I if, majored if in theater. The Q's brains fried, and mine was never going to remember that from. And I have grade. an ungodly amount of Shakespeare sonnets forever yes. memorized in my head. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's what I got from that. If we're going to do any Shakespeare friends out there, I would give her more of the Rosalind, where she's like, I got other shit to do than your simping in love with me ass. Like, does does that make the computer at the end is Juliet? Technically. Yes. <laughs> yes. The only thing he connects with by spilling <laughs> fucking alcohol on it. Don't, don't. Hey. Uh, <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. It's a love story for the ages. Uh, usually I'm all about the puns. I can't believe I didn't purpose to do that. <laughs> you know Q's tired when. Uh, um, Alright, let's get this ratings and let's uh, cut this one early because we're already past an hour on it. Oh, for sure. Uh, Did I clap it out? Yeah. Short than last time, though. The last one we did was a four-hour movie. Yes. I'm going to go with a 79 in this as well. Yeah, I saw... I pulled up the thing. I saw you... I was like, wow, I don't know if you just copy-pasted or if you're just like... No. Uh, Like, you know, to quote kind of the same things, this is a movie I very much enjoyed, but I think objectively it's probably not, you know... 
it's not, um, I don't know, the Godfather or something, you know, something that's just incredible. I'm sorry. It would take a lot for a Godzilla Kong movie to be on the same level as the Godfather. Right. And that's my point. Like it's probably, you know what? Actually, I'm going to, I'm going to retroactively give it like an 83. Sorry. I didn't even flick away from something else to see that. I, so, we're, we're using a shared Google Sheets. I just typed in 83 as my score. Yeah, and this fun. son of a bitch it popped up at the same time I said it. Fine. I'm going to do 82. I'm going to do 82. 82.9. Oh. But can you just picture, real quick, going back before y'all two just lost it right there. You see... Godzilla in the middle of the ocean, you know, maybe he's sitting on like a couple of destroyed ships and he's just stroking a giant whale and looks at Kong and goes, I was wondering where you're going to go with stroking. And just I'm looks so at Kong, <laughs> just looks at Kong and goes, you come to me on the day of my daughter's wedding. <laughs> so, I mean, you're not far off on the scene that does happen in the movie though, because he's exactly. swimming away and he's, he, Godzilla's standing there like, I know you're alive, you bitch. You came to my sea on the but day of me. He makes like lizard noises and it's just subtitled at the bottom with, oh yeah, you come to me on the day of my daughter's wedding. That would be pretty good. I'm just saying. Would you give him a kick? <laughs> There's a part of me that just wants to say 83 to piss Casey Goth. I'm changing mine. Don't worry. <laughs> you say 83. Um, honestly, I would probably give it in the 80s if I saw it in theaters. I think that would have been... I, would, I feel like I did myself dirty not seeing this in theaters. It, well, I mean, what are we going to do right now? So, but seeing it the way I saw theater. it... <laughs> it's, it's playing in theaters. Yeah. They, they did a joint release. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well... Which, side note, from I think now on, they're doing, uh, or at least the next two coming out, they're doing a month in theaters or like 15 to 20 days in theaters. After that, they're going to put it on HBO Max as well. As a joint thing? Like stays as in theaters? There, there'll be an initial just theater release and then following HBO and theater. Intrigued. I think I would have so. enjoyed this more in theaters because, you know, big monsters mm-hmm. fighting and seeing them on that big screen. But watching it at home, I would give it... Seventy-four. Oh, coming up with certain analogies take a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just over here changing <laughs> You, you got that bitch. I'm gonna give it seventy-four times. Gibby a stolen Cusick's answer out of a hundred. <laughs> I just changed his back to eighty-three to match mine. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh god, Cusick's hair is everywhere. His face is just red. Uh, <laughs> he is. Oh, check. He's on man on the edge, man. So I, I watched this. I watched this at the beach, but I'm oh, planning on going to watch this uh, at my new at my place on the new setup. The new setup. setup. I've yeah. done. Cusick That's where my Biden flex, bucks went flex, to. Flex, flex, yes. flex. Thank you, Biden bucks. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I'm I'm okay with watching it. At home. I, I think I got as much as I would have gotten out. I don't know if I would have gone to see it in theaters, personally. I would have waited mm-hmm. for it to come out on something. So I'm glad I got to see it with everyone else. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I can see both sides of the argument. Yeah. I think these big monster movies, I would make the trip. I think... Uh, yeah. I think other things that are not coming to mind, I probably wouldn't. I think for for these big spectacle movies... Where it's going to be a lot of CGI or a lot of like big things hitting each other. Did we? 
Grant, I will say, like, I what? probably would have gone to see it in theaters only for me to be like, this was a waste of money. <laughs> but compared to seeing it at home, I think I still would have enjoyed it more in theaters, if that makes sense. Yeah. It uh, wouldn't have been worth $16, but yeah. you would have gotten more percentage points out of it, basically. Yes. Yeah. It, you were saying? I don't know if it wasn't worth $16, but I probably wouldn't have gotten to see it anyways. 16 like, yeah, yeah. I Yeah. Uh, I think it makes sense for them to put it in theaters first to get that initial, like, just extra boost of money mm-hmm. on top of a, or at least later for everyone else on a subscription where yes. getting your money. What I, I like about sense. this is that it's getting away from PDOD. Yes. I think the $45 rental was not sustainable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Disney's um, thing, I think, is... Well, like, well I, I think their... it works for some Disney movies because, like, Raya and the Dragon, their predominant audience is going to be a dad and wife and two kids. Yeah. And so they're going to go, okay, this is still cheaper than me going to the theaters Fair. by $15. I disagree to some extent because I will say a lot of... Yes, a lot of kids do see it with their families, but honestly, with our generation, the millennials... We have such a deep nostalgia for just things in general. Like, we love nostalgia stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I was in college, and I still went with friends to go see Frozen and, like, Tangled and, like, all the Disney movies. But I don't have kids and a husband. I got my two cats, and the cats ain't paying for anything when it comes <laughs> to this. So, paying $30, I'm not going to go do that. Yeah. That makes Like, again, I see both sides. Yeah. I, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. They, they, get, they don't want to... Make it just ten dollars because if a family goes see it, they lose it out on money. But if they put it at forty dollars, I'm not going to pay for it. Right, oh. we're never going to watch they're, it. They're losing out on the the single viewer. Even with Venmo right. stuff, if we all split it, we're probably still not going to pay that. No, we find something else to watch. It's free. Anyways, I'm giving it eight and a half or eighty-five uh, failed expeditions to the hollow earth out of a hundred. You're giving <laughs> it two extra points just because you don't want to give it eighty-three. Okay. I'm giving it an 85. Cool. I'm putting it on par with The Shining. Quote me on it. Uh, what else have I done? A little under X-Men First Class, apparently. And on par with Old Gods. Or Old Guard. I'm okay with that. That one makes more sense. I think my Shining <laughs> review is a little bit out of, <laughs> out of I Honestly, I might go back and retroactively change some of my early review ratings. I put Knives Out at 84. <laughs> I don't know if that's valid anymore either. Yeah, like... I think truly I voted some things based like yeah that I, I might go back and change a couple of our ratings my plan is is to kind of do what uh, um, mm-hmm. let's yes. camera barstool has ah. done where they've got like their sheet uploaded in on a website that's like 6,000 movies long ah, yeah and so as we get through these I'm gonna just like publish what our numbers are there yeah. just have a uh, read-only sheet that people can see and yeah. search yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Before you publish, let's also go through the ones we did right and be like, we may have to change some of these ratings. Sure. <laughs> Based um, off how well, long we've continued saying. Like, this. Uh, I, I will probably go back and retroactively look at these with a different... Uh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So what still, are we... I still feel good with 95 ones. Let's mm-hmm. wrap this up. What are we watching next time? Oh, there's no clue. Okay, um, no idea. May I make a suggestion? No. Please. Yes. <laughs> it's free right now on, I think, Netflix or who I don't remember which one. But I really love to watch Romeo plus Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Wait. I know because I watched the other weeks on there and I got really excited. It's so Oh, uh, that's all the time we have. <laughs> I, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. Okay. I, yeah. Um, it's such a good movie. I could be game for it. I've seen it once and I just am. Brilliant. 
brilliant. Yes, yes, yes. Actually, let's do that because I think I have a good idea of what I want to do for our trash or not trash to complement it. Okay. Love it. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Dad clapping out. Bye.